Shia LaBeouf had to go to his dad to look for permission to make this movie. Yes. And uh, I hope, yeah, I hope his dad eventually said yes, but Shia LaBeouf lied to him and said uh, Mel Gibson was going to play him and his dad loves Mel Gibson. <laughs> so he was like, okay, I'll sign it. Yeah. I'll sign the contract. Yeah. Although Mel Gibson would do a very good job with this crazy manic guy who's oh, yeah, like switching yeah, yeah. on a dime and everything. Mel, he's not anti-Semitic. Yeah. You don't know this. Yeah. He's like, he's my it's dad. It's a layer. It's a layer, okay? He's my dad. I do know. Welcome to episode 49 of Straight to Series. My name is Connor. And I'm Ian. Uh, how are you guys today? How are you, Ian? I'm good. I'm sweaty. You are sweaty. I'm, for any of the listeners, wearing Connor's uh, drive jacket that <laughs> yeah, he bought. That is too well, small for me. At least two sizes too small at for At least him. two sizes. It's a large, but for some reason, it is not large. You look buff but it's also a crop top that's yeah. the problem i know that's the uh, that's you need to get your belly button pursed maybe <laughs> just to accentuate a slag tag i know slag tag maybe it's the line i walk because i have those i always have clothes that like fit me really well and then i get bigger and then they still fit me nice in certain areas but then i'm too like bursting out of them in other areas and it's so annoying so very sure. annoying but I love it. It's actually pretty awesome. For anyone who's watching, YouTube, it feels good when you put it on. The scorpion, the scorpion. Yeah. If anyone hasn't seen Drive, by the way, screw watch you. it. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, or listen one of my favorite movies. One of my favorite movies of too. all time, easily, yeah, easily. It's there. Yeah, I'll watch it again, like when I go home. And then watch the next movie after that. No, I'll never. Only God will. forgives. The shits in your eyes. Oh, I oh will it's so bad. I will never watch that. Speaking of shits in your eyes, let's go through. The first topic, which is Eurovision, and then we're gonna go to Honey Boy. Honey Boy, Shia, Shia LaBeouf, LaBeouf. semi-biographical but kind of fully biographical yeah. movie that he yeah. wrote. Yeah, and we're, the reason we're talking about Honey Boy is because the tax collector trailer just came just out. Just dropped David Ayer's new film with yeah, the man himself, Shia, Shia LaBeouf. LaBeouf. So we thought we'd connect the two. Yeah, yeah, and uh, what else? The Old Guard trailer we might talk the about. The Old Guard, that's Charlize Theron's new movie. Um, and then some other. Yeah, newsy bit bits of, at the I'm end. I'm taking this jacket off now. I just have to wear it for the end. We have to get out. Quick, get a, get a good shot of the back. Oh, get a good, so beautiful. You, you got to lift it up. Lift it. Lift it. Get it. Yeah. Now imagine you're smacking around a red head. And then you have a, a fucking hammer in your fucking hand as well. in your hand. Yeah. That's That's good. Her head like explodes in that movie as well. I know. Oh, well, no. It's, does she? Yeah. It? Yeah. You know when he, I love when he turns your man's skull into soup. Yeah, spoilers for the movie, but you should have seen it already. Well, that's not the ending anyway, and, but yeah, fuck you if you haven't seen it. It's yeah. amazing. Get on it. Exactly. And, sorry for saying fuck you. Yeah. No, it's okay. You, you tell like, them to fuck you. can yeah. say fuck you to people. Yeah. They don't care. Your life has no currency <laughs> when it comes to me. <laughs> well, if you haven't watched that movie. Yeah. Anyway, Eurovision. Eurovision. A, what is it? A song for... It's Eurovision the, Song Contest, the story of Fire Saga. Fire Did Saga. Did Rob McElhenney come up with this intro? I don't know, but or he'd love intro it. Or that intro title? It's so long. He would love it. It is starring Dan Stephen, Pierce Brosnan, Rachel McAdams, Will Ferrell. I love that you don't start with Will Ferrell. Yeah, it was the names like I Dan read there. Dan Stevens. And uh, Demi Lovato. And Demi. Demi's in there as well, the demigod. Yeah, Demi Gob. <laughs> yeah, 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 she's there. Uh, is. We'll get into that. We'll yeah, get into we it. Will, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, and I did like it. This was released on Netflix there. Yeah. The 26th of June. So it just came out last week. We it is... meant to review it last week, but we didn't have time. No. And it is dividing the critic and 
home world because it's the what is the most watched movie on Netflix or something I thought it was is it I thought it was at some stage I didn't know that maybe I I'm actually wrong get Netflix up here yeah because they give you now what you know the top 10 ranked yeah. movies of your region yeah let's just see if it's on the top 10 I don't even know if they still do that I know they, they definitely do. do they still do it yeah all right, let's see. Ooh, Mission Ooh, Impossible I, Fallout is hitting UK. Okay, and hang on. No one, no one should watch uh, this. Oh, never mind. No one should watch Eurovision. You should just watch Mission Impossible Fallout on Netflix. Over and over, over and over and again. over. Every podcast. Oh, yeah. Henry Cavill oh, reloading those arms, baby. Oh, oh my god. Get him in a wife beater. Get him in a wife Prefer- beater. Preferably blue. Yeah. Yeah. Eurovision Song Contest Standard Story four. of Fire Saga is fourth in the Irish top ten right now. Now, it could have been one. I'd say it was first, like in uh, probably on Friday and Saturday and Sunday when it came out. I yeah. Get Netflix off there. Yeah. So, I actually really enjoyed the movie. Connor uh, being a contrarian... <laughs> No, did not like no, it at just, all. He just didn't like it. It's not because he's been a contrarian. Uh, he just has no taste. And that's why he didn't like it. <laughs> uh, Listen, there are elements of this movie that I like. And there are elements of this movie that I don't like. Every song in this movie is very, very good. It's better than they should be. You're Way like, better. Who's doing this? This is great. Actually, I'll get up who wrote the songs. As someone who was not enjoying the movie, I would go, all right, here comes the song. Oh, that was a pleasant three minutes that I really enjoyed. This is how good the songs are. Every, well, let's say at least 50% of the songs, yeah. especially the ones that Will Farrell and Rachel McAdams are singing, mm. could win the Eurovision Song Contest. Oh, 100%. Easily. Easily. Because a lot of them are trash. Yeah. They're so bad. And by the way, for American listeners, if you haven't seen the movie, you probably don't know what the Eurovision Song Contest yeah, is. So it's such a European thing. It's so weird. Ireland is really good at it. Well, they used to be. Yeah. At one point, we I think we won three in a row. Yeah, we've won it five times, which is the most times anyone has ever won the Eurovision. No, we haven't won it in years. Yeah. The trash that we're throwing. Remember the, the ancestral... Uh, Yes. The, oh, what were they called? Uh, the the uh, brother and sister. Jedward. No, no, oh, that was definitely sexual as well. Oh yeah. Remember the brother and sister that they would play the piano? What was it? That, they, they had the gay song up last. Wasn't it? Wasn't. It was like. How did that not win? Come on. It was. It was about. Um, it was about like a love story in Dublin between two guys or something. Okay. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. The, I don't know. I'm pulling this out of my ass. Yeah, I think everyone in Ireland has kind of lost interest since we lost so many times now. I know. But at one point, it was like a joke. It was like, jeez, that'll happen more times in Ireland losing the Eurovision Your, Song Contest. Father you know? Ted had That's, a great episode about it, you yeah. know? And, Which American listeners probably have no clue what no, Father you Ted don't is. Know what we're talking so about. Irish. All, all I'm going to say about Father Ted is this movie takes the plot of Father Ted and uses it in this. <laughs> kind of, yeah, yeah. I mean, not my kind of. horse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they... Uh, Deliberately using that. This movie has Pierce Brosnan doing an Icelandic accent sometimes. Is he? Is he? Is he doing an Icelandic accent? I James Bond's in the is in the movie. Like come looking on. handsome as ever. Will Farrell's dad is James Bond in this movie. Yeah. What happened to his genetics then? Oh man, I'd like to see his mother because they say his mother died and everything, and I'm like, she must have been a real logo. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> died he. he yeah I mean listen check the backyard that's all I'm saying check the backyard listen I'm not saying you know genetics is everything but Pierce Brosnan is a golden god he so. is a he's a grey god right now yeah in order to offset that 
you have to have a div- a devil or a demon or something. But then she's Icelandic, so she's got the blonde hair, so great jeans she's and everything. Amazing. Just I know. He just he was that. Rachel McAdams Muller is like super attractive, and she's clearly in her sixties as well. Yes, and I would dip into that. Me too. Yes, dip into that frozen lake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, um, the songs are so good in this as well, and um, people do better Icelandic accents when they're singing the songs than they do in the movie. Yeah, you yeah. might even say that maybe one or two of the singers might be Icelandic. Maybe. So Rachel McAdams, if you listen to it, you're like, whoa, she sounds amazing. But it's her and it's someone else. And that, they kind of have a mixture of voices. So, yeah. And at one point she sings Icelandic in mm. a song. And surely that's not her then because it's... Nordic. Sounds, she speaks Nordic, I think. Nordic, is it? I, I think so. I don't know. Or is it? I don't know. At once the guy screams and he's like, she's speaking. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember. Sure. Nordic. Yeah. Whatever. I don't fucking know. Um, so you, you didn't like it overall? I just didn't like it. Um, I felt it was so predictable and I you mean a Will Ferrell movie a Will Ferrell movie it was predictable it kind of bothered me that it was just a Father Ted it was like I'd seen it done better in Father Ted the plot that they're going sure. for um, over a we, 20 minute episode <laughs> over a 20 minute episode they did a better job with it but can I make a broad statement but so true yeah a Will Ferrell movie should never be two hours long no ever and this ever. film is two hours long <laughs> now I I like the movie but I'm like what are you doing are, like, can, what are you doing come on are, is it okay to spoil this movie I feel like it's okay to spoil this movie I'd say so Um, it's kind of it's one of those movies you watch the trailer it's a Will Ferrell movie you it's know happy go lucky yeah even though it does kind of slightly towards the end it's a bit different than what you think is going to happen yeah it's slightly slightly but not that like my problem with the movie is that a lot of things it doesn't come together and then character motivations are very strange and uh Will, like they, but Will Farrell doesn't want to get with Rachel McAdams because it would break up the band and it's yeah, like I'm like that is the look at and, her and you know that, that and then look at yourself and then look at your bottom row of teeth <laughs> and then look at her again so here's the thing that is meant to be a joke because obviously Rachel McAdams just stunningly beautiful yeah and the, I think they downplay the beauty a little bit they like, downplay she it she has less makeup on now she I actually was surprised to not find out she's 41 and she just had a kid at like 39, 40? She looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, they, they're they like, oh, uh, Will Ferrell doesn't want to break up the band. Rachel McAdams, haha, it's funny because, you know, Will Ferrell is not as good looking as her. But they, they don't lean into it enough. I know. And also, you don't want to break up the band. I'd break up a happy marriage and family for that. Yeah, I know. If but, Rachel McAdams was knocking on my door, I'd yeah. be like, yeah, fuck, uh, divorce. But that's why everyone loves them because they're like, oh, you're a dreamer. That's what they keep telling me. Like, you're a dreamer. That's why I like you. And I'm like, no, he's fucking delusional. But anyway, um, but yeah, I, I have. it repeats itself. Will Ferrell walks away from the band twice in this movie and has to be called back. And I'm like, it's brilliant. you repeated it. I was like, you did that earlier in the movie. He, but it's a Will Ferrell movie. Like, I mean, I, I can never... Will Ferrell has made so much trash. Like, yes. he's made the last decade, his body of work in the last decade is kind of awful and I love Will Farrell. Will Farrell is a master of ad-libbing. Mm, like he is. He, oh, he's a his comi- Im- improvisational skills are through the roof. Remember when he promoted the Ron Burgundy podcast last year and he did like was it four talk shows in one night he did Conan, he did the two Jimmies. Yeah. And then he did uh all- Seth. 
Seth. Did he do that as well? Seth, Seth Myers. Seth is it? Myers. What's your James Corden? James Corden. Did, sorry. James Corden. Oh. He did at least those four. Okay. Didn't repeat a single word. Didn't repeat a single gag. It's no. almost like he had a vague idea of what he was going to do in each show, and then just rolled with it. And golden nuggets just whoop whoop fall mean, out of his mouth. You mean Ron Burgundy knew what he was going to do I, on each of those shows? Uh, he owns that character so much. The knife guy sketch that he does on Jimmy Kimmel. It's just it's too good, and yeah. you can see. You can almost see the cogs moving in his head because he's making it up. Yeah. Like, that's why I mean, like, he maybe has a vague outline of like, oh, I'll kind of lean into this on that talk show. He did four talk shows and didn't repeat a joke. I'm like, how? And then you watch a movie, last decade of his own movies, and you're like, how is this not that funny? Yeah. How is this kind of moderately funny when you're a comedic genius? How is it when you put him with John C. Riley in Holmes and Watson? It's a terrible shit fest that Connor had to sit through and watch how do you make a movie so bad that at the time Netflix was like I'll have you yeah. I'll have you I'll have you it was eating anything like people came Paramount and J.J. Abrams came to them with uh, the Cloverfield Paradox yeah. and they're like this is absolute shite and they're like oh we'll buy that how much do you want it doesn't matter we'll sign a blank check there you go and then Sony came with Holmes and Watson and they were like nah mate we're actually good. we're full do we're you- full uh I have to, I'm actually wash, washing my hair tonight. Like To use an analogy... You're a streaming company. What are you talking about? To use an analogy, Netflix has been sucked off by every toothless crack whore, but Holmes and Watson was too toothless and too cracking too, whorish yeah, like, to, to, to let them suck them off. We and have to draw a line at some point, we'll and draw, you're the line. We'll draw a line at full-blown AIDS. Thank yeah, you very much. <laughs> That's where we'll draw the line. The paradox has had... It was HIV positive. It was... It was well, it could... But they were like, I, I got tested earlier. Like, I think I have it. And the they were like... The results are in the post. But I'm feeling all right. I'm feeling good, baby. <laughs> I'm feeling all right. Bump a Coke. I'm feeling all right. Let's roll the dice on that one. And Netflix is Woo! like, we'll take it. We'll take, we'll take it. it. Where Holmes and Watson, they were like, nah, mate, it's all right. And Sony were like, I guess we have to release it then. They were like, back, back. Isn't this so horrible where I they're know. just like, there, there's a movie. Yeah, now TV got us. Lucky me. Yeah. But, uh... So that's the... I think that Will Farrell. It just seems like he doesn't care, and like, I love the guy, so I, I hate saying that. But watch old SNL sketches with uh, Will Ferrell. Like they rehearse those, and he's still making people crack on the day because he's so his, good at that, it. That was his favorite thing to do. That was about. his whole thing. But like we're Step Brothers now, you know, Step Brothers, Talladega Nights, Anchorman, Land of the Lost. Shut your fucking <laughs> face, Land of the Lost. Is shit in my eyes. I still have pink eye from that uh, movie. Old school. Old old school was decent. Where Get Hard, I was like, yeah. How is Kevin Hart and Will Farrell in the same movie, and it's not amazingly funny? Like yeah. both of them, you just watch them; their improvisational skills are true to root. Even Daddy's Home isn't that bad. It's not that good, though. No, but it's not bad. But it's not that bad. Yeah, but it's not that good. good. Like, where's the the good guys? No, oh, the other guys. The other I mean, guys. the other guys. Yeah, the nice guys. You keep mixing those two movies up like all the I time. Know. The nice guys is amazing. It but is amazing for me. I know. I know this is contrary to what you think, or believe, and you're wrong. But um, I think it's a pretty decent movie, and I think Will Farrell actually showed up, and he cared about the movie. And do you mind me dipping into the background of, of this course, movie? Of course. So Will Farrell, of course, because he's a comedic genius who's not that good looking. He's married to a Swedish act- actress because that's how the world works in Hollywood. I love that. I love that. I that's mean, why I want to break into Hollywood. But his personality. And his skill deserves a Swedish actress That's of a true. wife. You know, I've here's my trophy wife. Shut up! I didn't say speak. There's my trophy, trophy wife. Now make me pancakes. <laughs> Do you know the name of his? She's probably what, like so intelligent and lovely, but I'm just one of his kidding. sons is called Magnus. 
That's such a cool name. Magnus, Magnus? Farrell. Magnus Farrell. He talks about it's on the Graham Norton show, but he talks about like being at his football game. And one day he Magnus. was one day he was like, Magnus! Magnus! He was shouting at him, and then he turned around and he was like, What? And Will Farrell had completely forgotten what he was gonna do. He's like, It doesn't matter. Go it back. Doesn't matter. You're doing Go good, back. bud. Yeah. But anyway, so he's married uh, Will Farrell is married to a Swedish actress. And she introduced because you know Eurovision contest is not that popular in America. It's so quaint, by the not way. Not at all. It's so quaint. Like just dip into YouTube there for a minute and look at the bearded man singing in a dress and bearded it, lady. Bearded, bearded, thank you. Mm. Person. Can, can bearded she, person. Conchita Verst is her name. Worst yeah. means sausage, by the way. That's nice, a nice, nice. little just, in just, joke. Just a background. Just yeah. A background. And uh, anyway. Will Farrell has a Swedish wife and she introduced him to the Eurovision contest and he was because he's Will Farrell he's like this is amazing what is this that same year Sweden happens to win and her whole family is celebrating and he fell in love with the Eurovision song contest Vivica right there and then. Paulin is her name just to instead of keep saying Will Farrell Swedish wife <laughs> Vivica Paulin but if you had a Swedish wife you would say here's my Swedish wife here's my Swedish wife what's her name my Swedish my wife my Swedish not wife I, that's all she needs she could be Heidi fucking Klum for Mrs. all I care Swedish wife Mrs. Swedish wife Mrs. Mrs. Will Farrell <laughs> Swedish wife Mrs. Will Farrell Swedish wife Swedish wife he just turned into Sean Connery yeah and um, uh, yeah he fell in love with it and then he wanted right there and then he like he time stamped it you know like in his head he was like I need to make a movie about this crazy quaint song contest in Europe mm. and then years later he actually co-wrote this and he actually went and did Will Farrell did research that is kind of crazy you know when he did Holmes and Watson he's like read that book Nah, I got it. I don't even think they I got. I played a game or whatever. You know. I don't even think they sent him a book. They were like, yeah, you yeah. know, Sherlock Holmes, right? English detective. Sure, Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Downey Jr. Downey Jr. Downey Jr. Uh, yeah. But he actually went in 2018 to the Eurovision Song Contest to do mm. research. Yeah. And I, for me anyway, I think it shows in the movie. Like this care and attention. The song quality is amazing. I actually think the cinematography is great, and they're on location. They actually went to Iceland and they went to Edinburgh. Yeah. Which I appreciate because you do really show you like, hey, we're actually on location. I think that, yes, there was care and attention put into this movie. However, I, think it's trash. <laughs> I don't think it's, think it's trash. 100%. Songs are great. Everyone involved is clearly having a good time. I'd say it was fun to work on this movie. <coughs> Sorry. Jesus. You, uh, oh, you can't say that. Uh, Budweiser. Virus that shall not be named. Yeah. Um, I lost my talk because that cough came in. Yeah. Um, what were you saying? Sorry. I'm uh, just saying, it, clearly everyone had a great time on this set. And I was going to say, I get that with all his films, though, even yeah. the bad ones. I'm like, yeah. I'm sure same, he had a blast. Same with an Adam Sandler movie. He does movies with his buddies. Of course, he's having a Shit, good time. You want to go you know? to Hawaii? Yeah. And make a movie? Yeah, basically. Okay. We'll put you in a Schneider, I guess. Do you want to go to Hawaii and hang out for a bit with cameras rolling? Yeah. Okay. Basically, but. Uh, <laughs> Equals. Like eighty million dollars from Netflix. I know. Uh, Whatever. I mean, man, he's living the best life. He is living his best life, and for some reason, as you pointed out, he's still strangely relatable. I don't understand it. Yeah. Have you seen his wife? Yeah, I have. So much plastic in her face, and I would, I would dip into that. Yes. I would dip into that. I would brush her hair. Yeah, that's. That, I'd I agree. would hold her hand so tight, like so hair. tight it gets sweaty. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's. Uh, I this mean, is the new PG Ian right here. <laughs> that's that's like ten seconds of holding a hand with you though when it gets sweaty. Yeah. My hands are sweaty now just thinking about it. I'm just trying to it. say like I won't. 
banging her her back doors or whatever. You or know, used to like, drink her back sweat. I believe is the go-to. I would go-to. never say something like that. That's that's gross, man. That's gross. Moving on. Pull up a clip. <laughs> Pull up a clip. <laughs> no, no. Okay. <laughs> fat Diesel. Fat. There's a Fat Diesel. Okay, there we go. You wonderful human being. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah. So clearly everyone's having fun. Like they get real um, stars from the Eurovision in to sing the worst song in it. By the way, that oh, is so it's, bad. It's really not great. But I just I. They just repeat plot points. Character motivations make no sense. Like, uh, Pierce Brosnan's dad is disapproving right up until the point he isn't disapproving, which is, it, just, it doesn't make it's, sense. It's called a character arc. I, it's no, there's no Learn arc. Learn about movies. There's no arc. He's like, I disapprove, I disapprove, I disapprove. The script needs a nice moment and I'm back is this way. I do against what I said. This guy likes The Land of the Lost, is it? Yes, I do like The Land of the Lost. Show me a story arc. Okay, I will. So Will Farrell. He believes that if you fail, it's your own damn vault. And he points at the poster every time. And then I believe you're saying every this. time he says, I could go through the whole plot of this movie. I've seen it many, There's many no times. There's no plot in the movie. No, there really is. Now isn't. I know you're lying. Um, two lizard people have sex, take off their skins, and then Will Ferrell and Danny McBride wear the skins to get inside the lizard people place. Yes. Thank and you. I enjoy that movie more than <laughs> yeah. Eurovision, okay? But, uh, yeah, um, I completely missed subtext in this as well. <laughs> like, blatant subtext. Dan Stevens' character is described on Wikipedia as a flamboyant singer representing Russia. Completely missed the flamboyance. He's meant to have a relationship, kind of, with Rachel McAdams' character. Yeah. Rooting for them the whole movie. <laughs> the whole movie, I was rooting for them to get together. See, I love this. This is like a disclaimer. I have, I think the words that's coming out of your mouth right now, yeah. for anyone who like the movie is like oh he didn't watch the movie <laughs> yeah yeah i watched the I, he movie did, though he did watch it i 100 watched the movie i was rooting for them the whole time and then right at the end i went oh why did it get so political all of a sudden and everyone else who watched the movie was like he was blatantly like that the whole time the and whole I was like, time did not see that first instance that he shows up on frame you're like oh yeah. he's that guy and then I, we, awesome and then i watched the clip now and i was like i don't remember this <laughs> looking like this when i watched it originally now but anyway context now i will say there are a few moments in this movie where you got genuine laughs out of me. You know, uh, Demi Lovato's character has a funny bit that she I do does enjoy. Have a funny bit. Like, I, it only comes back right at the end. Puts on loads of well. Demi Lovato's in this movie, by the way, because it took us a while. Took us a second. We were like, "What? That's." Demi- I heard. I heard the voice. I heard the voice, and I went, "That sounds like Demi Lovato." And I saw the person, and I went, "Wait a minute, is that?" There's no Demi- edges to that woman. She, she yeah. She's child friendly. She's child friendly. You're. Child- you're your kid's not going to cut themselves on this woman. Child-friendly Demi Lovato, yeah. Child-friendly Demi... Yeah. <laughs> not a, not yeah. an edge to her. I know, yeah. Um, she put on weight, okay? She put on <laughs> no, weight. No. She put on weight. And I really didn't think... I was going... I actually was the one who, to my girlfriend. I went, that's Demi Lovato. And yeah. she went, no, it's not. Yeah. She ugly. No, yeah. she didn't say that. But she was like, no, it's not. That's not Demi Lovato. Like, Demi Lovato is so trim and hot. She still looks beautiful in it yeah. she's still like beautiful but it's like she's just off the heroin diet you sh- yeah exactly and that's what happened <laughs> unless you're a, 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 an aging rock star in which case you do enough heroin those abs are just embalmed basically yeah say no to syringe say yes to cake yes to cake what happens you blow up you blow up you do but, but she is in this and she does have a, a funny moment she does have a funny moment and her com- song is good her song is very good like all the songs all the so- except for the group number it's yeah, not yeah, even yeah. that it's like an bad. advertisement for your vision in a way yeah and you're kind of like it's it is egregious in the way that they're like yeah we're doing this yeah you know the way like they're not trying to be like this is a really good scene no. it's kind of like hey we're just having a bit of fun and it's always like it's all the Will m- Ferrell movie it it's is a it's a Will Ferrell movie. movie but um 
yeah, she's in it. She's a good moment. There's a funny bit with elves that I didn't think I would find funny, and I did. And I don't think Icelandic people will find it funny. Well, apparently it is a real thing. Cause I, yeah, it is, though. They I, believe in elves. But or, I did... Is t- elves or fairies? Elves. It but, is elves. But it's, like, a serious thing. So it's not Artemis Fowl fairies. Not Artemis I Fowl fairies. I always get that confused. Yeah, you got it. It's not a top of the morning yeah. to you. It's an elf. It's <laughs> exactly. a... It's a They've taken the hobbits to Isengard. It's that, you know? It's the, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, it's a real thing. Apparently, I was like, is this super racist to Icelandic people? And it's like, oh, no, it is genuinely something that they do. It's a tradition or everything. But they do kind of make fun of it a little bit, of their belief in elves, which yeah, but uh, then is going to happen because you're crazy if you yeah. believe in elves. Yeah, but then it's justified, you know? Yeah, it I, is. You see, I thought it was something like... No, I think it's tongue-in-cheek as well. Oh, it's tongue-in-cheek, but I also thought it was something like... If it was set in Ireland, it's like, she's giving gold to the leprechaun every like, day. Yeah, and I'd be like, okay, right. Yeah. I guess we're going this route. Yeah. But but they don't go that bad. Like, it's not that silly. Yeah, well, yeah. maybe the Icelandic people are like, oh, for fuck's yeah. sake. you know. By the way, Dan Stevens totally believes in elves as well. Rachel McAdams' character believes in elves. I was like, these two are perfect for each other. I don't see why they won't get together. There's, <clears throat> there, there's reasons. I don't see anything there's that could reasons. possibly get in the way hey, of this relationship. here's an idea. Maybe watch the movie next time. I did watch the I movie. I did. I stared at it and I went, I want to kill myself. I want to watch anything else. Let me watch Drive again, please. But, uh, yeah. Um... It's probably got lots of Icelandic or Nordic actors that I don't recognize, but probably yeah, Nordic got people got a kick out of, yeah, you know? Yeah, I was thinking the same hey, thing. that guy. That person. Yeah. She related to Bjork. Is she Icelandic? I think she's Icelandic. I think she's, she's Icelandic. She's the only Icelandic person that's famous in yeah. my head. In your head, yeah. And I'm, I'm right. you all over me. You remember that Jason Derulo song? No. In my head. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, Thanks for that. I'm cl- so lame. I love that song. Jason Derulo is weird, though. Remember the cat school thing? Oh, my God. Put don't, a photo. Oh, there we go. He's on all fours. He's on all and fours. And he's a sexy guy. Yeah. Ooh. Anyway, um, what else is there to say about this movie? Um, I, I'm just going to say I liked it, and I was surprised I liked it. And then I went on to Rotten Tomatoes, and this also proves that Connor's totally wrong, and I'm really yeah. right. We're not allowed to have dissenting opinions <laughs> no, on this podcast anymore. Well, when, you, when you're really wrong, like, it's just, it's embarrassing. It's bad. <laughs> like how you're wrong about Land of the Lost. Sure. <laughs> sure. Let the, let the public vote on that one. Oh, we should put up an Instagram poll. Who likes the movie Land of the Lost? I'll do that. Okay. I'll do that. And okay. you're going to regret, you're going to eat those words. Well, the options are yes, and I really like it. Those are the two options. You want to go on to Rotten Tomatoes right now and just compare the two yeah okay let's okay. do that I feel like I'm feeling confident I feel confident too I bet Land of the Lost I think I gained an inch since we this conversation started <laughs> it's because you put the jacket on at the beginning yeah you're true you're still feeling powerful yeah Um, gained an inch in my pants ayo uh, Land of the Lost that means you've two inches in your pants hell yeah boy yeah that's something to brag about that's just the whip we're talking about right that's double you the fun me the stump <laughs> the, the chode Land of the Lost Land of the Lost I'm guessing what will I guess? Um, I'm gonna g- oh, I'm gonna guess uh, twenty percent, seventeen percent. What? You're, you're supposed to like this. I think people are wrong though. Twenty six percent. Oh, that's way higher. Where I can tell you that um, your vision song contest is on sixty two percent. I don't know if you see this, but on the poster it says "laugh out loud funny." <laughs> beneath that, beneath that's that, the best joke in the whole movie. <laughs> beneath that, it says Connor Larkin. That's that's yeah, who that's said it, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Connor. Connor said that. Um, full name there. Oh, sh- uh, cut that last name out. Cut the second name out. No one can What's know my second name. <laughs> um, yeah. 
26% where this Eurovision Song Contest movie is actually the highest rated Will Ferrell movie of the last decade that is solely like his movie so we're not talking Lego movie part one or two or uh, Between Two Ferns but yeah. they're not his movie no. I know he's like a main player especially in the Lego movie one and he's a producer he... of Between Two Ferns as well yeah the Gary Sanchez yeah. production well it's a but you know a, he's, it's not his movie he's not the lead die. character yeah no, he's not the lead. He's not a main. He's um, yeah. This is like a Will Ferrell venture, I believe. Yeah, would be it's the term. a starring vehicle. I yeah, guess you could say. But will we move on to a movie that both of us really enjoy? Yes, let's. Because I know we're just beating a dead horse here. We are. Um, you should. I mean, you can watch Eurovision. Um, if you, I think they could. Yeah, if you I think they can. If indeed. you if you go into it not expecting much, you're allow you, it. you'll probably like it. Yeah, I, I went in with low expectations, I will say that. And then yeah. I was like, hey, I'm enjoying this. And then I looked and went, it was, it's probably nearly over. And it was an hour in. And I was like, oh, well, it's, it's an hour in, so it's probably nearly over. And then I seen, oh, there's another hour left. Okay. You know what's great about this movie? In the first hour, they do the storyline where he walks away and comes back. And in case you forgot what happened in the first hour, in the second hour, they do a storyline where he goes away and comes back. That's what I love about it, It man. is. It repeats itself so you don't forget what exactly, happened in the first yeah. half. Because I did forget and I was like, wait, this seems familiar. That's good storytelling right mm-hmm. there. That script writer should get like he loves all, the money, all the money. <laughs> all the money. Land of the Lost is hilarious. Will Farrell co-wrote it, so you're talking about Will Farrell. I am talking about Will Farrell. He probably had his hand in Land of the Lost as well. A very good movie. <laughs> Land of the Lost and Mamma Mia, Connor's recommendations. <laughs> I like it. That's on my I like list. It. I do, I can't think of like a really Terminator Batman. Terminator Salvation oh, also on get Connor's. Get the fuck list. out! There's Connor's the door. In, I will oh. never watch that movie again. Yeah, because you can never if you don't revisit it, you're never wrong. Yeah, exactly. I like that. I like that way of thinking. That's how I think in life in general. Me too. And that's why I want... never want to run into an ex. <laughs> I know. It's like, no, 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 no. I was correct. The stories I told my friends are true. Yeah, yeah. Everything I said about you is true. Yeah, you and are you're, abusive. Yeah, you're not a really nice person who yeah. I did wrong things to. Anyway. Anyway, let's move on. This could be a Shia LaBeouf appreciation episode. Yeah, it could. And I'd be gladly uh, to, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gladly say that. <laughs> you lost the run of yourself. I don't there. know what I was saying. I was just, I was just thinking of Charlotte Buff and I was like, just dream. I just sat dream there and eyes. I went, Will I save him? And I went, No, let's nope. see let's see if he pulls himself together. Yeah. Um yes, this could be a Shia LaBeouf appreciation podcast because before this we stuck on the Hot Ones episode with him on it because you told me about it and I was like, Let's just watch the first five minutes. Sat through the whole thing. Thirty minutes long, sat through the whole thing. My favorite Hot Ones episode ever. He's awesome. If you don't know what Hot Ones is, they eat hot wings, answer questions. It's one of the most consumable 30 minute long products I've ever seen it's on so YouTube good. it's free it's on YouTube and it's brilliant and uh, please don't tune into that until the end of this until episode until the end of this episode hey, want to like and subscribe yeah check us out on Instagram tell your friends Instagram Facebook we're on pretty much every podcast platform and if you're listening to this you can also watch it if you want references and things like that yeah. and to see our beautiful faces yes and I exclusively respond to thirst uh, comments only oh yeah Ian responds to all of them but I exclusively good guy syndrome right good here. guy syndrome there but I exclusively respond to thirst comments um, so I far I welcome them though so we welcome them I want to build an ego on those so far comments. not many not many not but, many but there's been a few, been a few. is there anyone we should them. shout out in our community that we've forgotten to shout out um, last week I don't think so is no? there I don't know I can't think 
I don't think so. I can't think right now. We named a few people. We did. We named some people last time. Yeah. We'll name. We'll we'll get you again. Yeah. We'll figure it out. We want to be more celebratory of our little community. Nice. And I do mean little. And I will <laughs> gladly. That's like my, my yeah. word where I just stop all the time now. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Charlotte Buffy. You should watch. It. Oh, the hot ones is so good. It is. It's. He's a beautiful person. I'm just gonna say that. Like, yeah, he's beautiful. You know what? He's like a fragile flower that's went. Tr- he went through the whole Hollywood blender, like, yeah. and he got fucked up. He's also and, like, weird. He's done some weird stuff. Yeah, but I feel like it's response to some of it's his own doing. But at the same time, if you watch this movie that we're gonna talk about, like, his childhood literally is the making of a broken person. Yeah, that's what you could say his childhood was: the yeah. making of a broken person. That's you want to see not... the behind the scenes of a of a broken person and how they're made. Mm. Watch Honey Boy. That would be a good name for a concept album, The Making of a Broken, a broken person. person. And it has to be like a really indie guy. He's got a fringe over, yeah, over one does. of his eyes, or both of his eyes, and he can barely see him. Yeah. Plays acoustic guitar. He does. Sings about Trump. He kills himself halfway through the album. The other half takes place in the afterlife. Love it. Is it yeah. a concept album, or is he really killing himself? And is it a ghost? Concept movie? album. Concept, concept album. Like Meatloaf. Okay. Bad out of hell yeah. is all about a guy who dies in a motorcycle accident. Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Yeah. Where uh, who's it? Paul McCartney's like, we're making a concept album. Yeah. John Lennon's like, no, we're fucking no, not. No, we're not. So there's half a concept album and half other songs that are just not yeah. a part of it. And Ringo Starr says, "What are we doing? I'm yeah. here for the money. I'll do whatever these guys tell I've me. I've got to narrate Thomas the Tank Engine <laughs> yeah. and George Harrison." Is still alive. Yeah. And then he's dead. <laughs> um, we just named all four Beatles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes you, there's always one you forget. I think it's George Harrison I normally forget. Yeah, it would be him. Mm. Yeah. Definitely not Ringo Starr because he has just an amazing name. Yeah. Not the, an amazing skill behind a drum kit. No. But the amazing name. And the what's worst, the joke that the he always The worst drum say? player in the Beatles was yeah, Ringo Starr. Was Ringo Starr. Yeah. Um, yeah. He would be make a bad comedian because of his bad timing oh, <laughs> chip my comedic fat diesel um uh, honey boy honey boy oh yeah well the hot ones oh i'm telling you he it's beautiful to watch and it is. Uh, he, yeah what i was saying is like the guy has been through it all he was right he was rinsed dry mm. i would say hollywood style and mm. then he came out the other end and i only talked about this i think two weeks ago when we we're talking about artemis fell and how much i love colin farrell yeah and it's like all that drug abuse and making sex tape is best work ever check best it out work ever. Eat and, breakfast, uh, lunch, dinner. you should hear him even talking about miami vice and he's like a michael mann movie like michael mann's so good he made heat yeah like he's director heat and he's like i have no idea what was going on like through that movie i just fucking went with it. i was high as fuck mm. and he came out the other end and he's so self-aware he's hilarious he's articulate he's sweet a, he's a genuine human being yeah. and i love it i actually love it and i see this in shia labeouf as well Me too and you can kind of there's there's sprinkles of rehab in the way he reacts to things now it looks like he's just trying to find the good in everything yeah and he seems a lot more organized. Even when you watch Hot Ones, he's like fixing the bottles on the table. Yeah. He's like, you know, I need no chaos in my life. It's so weird because like, it's not something you would think about unless he was, the fact that he's specifically doing it though and you see him do it, it's like, it's almost like a thing of it. It's the first time I've ever seen, now maybe someone will go, I watch Hot Ones all the time and stars do it all the time. Mm. I've watched many episodes and I've never seen someone take the bottle and put the cap back on and put it perfectly back in his place. Yeah. Who's not Sean Evans, the exactly. interviewer. Even Sean Evans can be pretty, he just goes with whatever the guest goes with and as well he seems like he's appreciating Shia LaBeouf's almost vulnerability yeah 
The first question he asked, Dry LaBeouf says, sorry, I was just, I missed what you were saying. I was just, enamored with I you. I was enamored with you. You're so good at this. And I'm like, Ooh. And then he tried to say the question again. And he's like, oh, man, do you, do you practice in front of the mirror? Yeah. You're so good at this. Yeah. Like, oh, it was really cool. Shia LaBeouf, uh, like, I, my came to the conclusion when I was watching the Hot Ones episode, because he's one of those people where you throw out at a party. It's like, you attracted to Shia LaBeouf. And people go, no. And then I'm watching it. And I started, I started doing the girl thing. You know when you start liking someone, you start like, and you kind of like smile a little bit yeah. as they're talking. You're trying you, to make yourself small, petite, and cute. You, reala him. you realize you're just listening and looking at him. And I'm like, man, I think Shia LaBeouf is dreaming. I would dip in. I'd dip in. And I feel, and at the end, he's like, thanks. It was lovely meeting you all. And I'm like, I bet he went up to every person there and was like, hey, nice to meet you. And he remembered their names. I get that impression because they're all, mm. they're all enamored with him. You can yeah. feel the people behind the camera's eyes looking at him because he, they laugh at everything. He, and I've watched comedians, yeah. professional stand-up comedians you on don't that. don't get that big a reaction. Yeah. Oh, by the way, it's so many women are laughing as well. It's, you can hear. You can hear. <laughs> the gender is lopsided. They're like, oh my God, They're like oh the my giggling. God. And he is genuinely funny. It's and it is hard to hear his voice over the waves crashing in their pants. It is, yeah. He's Bulgarine is back. <laughs> He's sweating on that episode, but it's from like sea spray. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's getting that little flash. Yeah, it is. He keeps like, he's, he's like for fuck's sake, yeah. everywhere I go. Yeah, and that leads us to Honey the movie, Boy, Honey Boy. Yeah, um, a fantastic piece of work. The story behind Honey Boy, like this is a movie. It's 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 beautiful. Like this is a movie that Shia LaBeouf wrote as a part of his treatment this, in rehab. The story of the movie is the movie. It, exactly, yeah. it, it is like, and it's. Like they say, it's semi-autobiographical, and the kid's name in it is Otis. Is Otis. It's Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, it's so Shia LaBeouf. There's even Stevens references. The movie, the opening of the movie, is amazing, and it's so clear. Like you, if going into it knowing that it's a semi-autobiographical, really biographical movie, and just to give like a heads up, like it's yeah. about a turbulent relationship with his father. In case people didn't know about. Oh that. yeah, sorry. We should. Yeah, uh, yeah. just to give some context to Obviously. what we're saying. Actually, yeah. The synopsis of the movie is this actor goes to rehab, and they're like, "You need to write down stuff that makes you angry or something that brings big emotions." And he starts writing and thinking about his dad, and, and his... it kind of zips in and out, like back and forth. Yeah, in time. it takes place in two timelines. Uh, he's played by Lucas Hedges in uh, the modern day, shall we say? Hey, you want to make a bad movie? Uh uh. Uh uh. Check out his filmography. His film it's pristine. It's pretty pristine. It's this, like Leonardo DiCaprio would be like, I'll tip my cap to I'll you. I tip my cap to you. A tip of the cap to you, sir. Yeah. Um, Swedish model, 18 year old. Yeah. Around, around his arm. Yeah. Always. Always consistently. Yeah. I mean, it's not Leonardo. How would you know if it was Leo DiCaprio if there wasn't a model hanging around? Exactly. Him? Exactly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Lucas Hedges plays him in like the modern time, and Noah Jupe 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 is uh, the young Sh young Otis Shia. I think he's like twelve, thirteen ish. Yeah, he's so cool. And Shia LaBeouf plays the dad, aka his own father. His own father. Yeah, and it's excellent. It is so. But there's like so much turbulence in his childhood that it kind of, you know what? It makes me embarrassed at how I reacted around five years ago because I was I would always be like Shia LaBeouf's an idiot. Yeah. What. A idiot like i was just always because you know he went he got he got super weird he was rapping he had paper bags over his head where i'm not famous anymore yeah. and i was like what's shia LaBeouf's deal he's having a proper britney spears moment here mm. except it lasted like two years he was getting arrested for bar fights all the time he he looked like he he, he started doing all those weird movies like he was doing nymphomaniac and i yeah. heard that he sent the director in a tape of him fucking the shit out of his girlfriend have you heard of that yeah, story I heard that, yeah. it's like here's my audition tape 
Yeah. Here, love, I'm just going to set up this camera here and uh, we're going to fuck. And, uh, it's for an audition. How's that not on, like, Pornhub? I know, how is yeah. that on? How do we not have on? that? Yeah. I know. I mean, we've Colin Farrell's, so, like, why? how do we not have Shia LaBeouf's? Yeah. Come on. Um, That's called Breakfast and Tiffany's. Yeah, I mean, in fairness, he did star in a movie called Nymphomaniac, so, I mean, you just watch that. I'm guessing it's... And I think they do have real sex in that movie, right? I think right? so. She's in an Oreo. When does it become pornographic? I don't know. She's in an Oreo at one stage. Let you figure out what that is. Okay. Oh, I know exactly <laughs> what that is. And I know that scene, man. They're like baseball bats hitting her face. Like, Jesus Christ. And we're that not going to explain. Yeah. Um, poor woman. Poor, poor French woman. Poor woman. She's loving it, though. She was loving it, yeah. but I, w- I wouldn't say she would love... If she was a horse rider, yeah. she would not love the next day. No, she really wouldn't. <laughs> you know... To yeah. be honest, horses were riding her. Yeah, yeah, Team they stallions. were. stallions. Yeah, they were. Black Beauty. Black Bama Lamb. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh yeah. my God, sorry. So, uh, honey so, Boy. Honey Boy, Honey beautiful Boy. Beautiful movie. Yeah, it is a beautiful movie. And uh, it's so autobiographical. Like, his dad is a former rodeo clown. Shia LaBeouf's dad is a former rodeo clown. You get into... I don't really want to give away this movie too much, but no, like... No, it is out a year. So, I think we can give away smidges here and there. We're, we're trying to do... Like, you learn about... There's kind of a history of alcoholism in the family, and then like you grow, you the 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 way I saw it described by the our reviewer, and I I can't really see it, but it was kind of in a few reviews where it was like Shia LaBeouf in the script and in the movie because you you feel this the whole time is trying to reconcile his anger towards his father, also with his will to forgive. Like throughout this whole movie, it's like you feel like you want to forgive the father and be like yeah. I'm on your side but at the same time he's being a piece of shit and you're really angry about it you, you know you hate his father and I do love how they give you snippets of humanity at times yeah. where you kind of go okay his father is also a tortured soul yeah and I can kind of see how he wants to be a good dad but he just can't it's almost like his own faults just don't allow, allow him there's moments where his dad's like oh I'm gonna be a good dad I'm gonna be a good dad he's like fuck this I can't be I'm doing something right for a moment yeah. you turn yeah. You turn, let's he's, screw so, it up. he's so manic as well. Like, he'll be having a nice moment one minute, and then the next second, he's like, What the fuck you do that for? Yeah. And then immediately, he's back to this, like. It's like a bipolar. Yeah. You know, that way it really where, is. Like, he's one way, and it's just a 180. Yeah. But it, I, I must say, I am enamored with this movie. Yeah, I really am. Me and too. It's the idea of Shia LaBeouf, after going through all that, the whole Hollywood blender, mm. goes to rehab. And he had to go to rehab, at least in the movie, because. He would spend four years in prison or go to rehab. That or was the choice. Rehab. That was the choice. Now I wonder if that. I'd say it's pretty close to that. Maybe yeah. you know he's a he's a film star, so maybe it was one year. Maybe it was four months. Well, that's the thing. Like film stars get to avoid for behavior like drunken, well, disorderly, and all that stuff. They normally get to it. That's the that's the thing. It's like you don't go to prison. You go to of rehab. Of course, because their life's worth more than theirs. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Unless you. Well, actually, even if you kill someone, Matthew Broderick, murderer. <laughs> Hello. In this country. In this country. Not a murderer. I shouldn't say manslaughter. But, you know, killed someone. <coughs> Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. Uh, what are we talking about? What? She killed someone. Oh, yeah. She, oh, yeah, yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't let them behind the wheel. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's a soundbite right there. <laughs> right there. That's a Washington Post article waiting to happen. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. Like... I can't even. I forgot what I was trying to say. Oh, I've lost it. <laughs> well, the father, the father. Um, oh, Charlotte Buff is so excellent in it as well. And I was thinking, he's around thirty. I think Charlotte Buff is thirty-three. I want to say he's thirty-three. And he's and so young. 
but when you see him in this movie playing his father, they give him bad hair, mm. and just instantly you're like, okay. Oh yeah, he's old. Also, he just loses a lot of weight for it, and you're like, okay, he's oh, old. He looks good in that hot ones interview. Like he's he bul- looks, he's bulky, he's bulky. That's what I want to look like. Um, I just, oh yeah, he's thirty four. So what? He was around twenty two filming this movie. Yeah. Oh, I just remembered what I wanted to say. This movie is a tight hour and a half. Uh, yeah, there's, there's not an ounce of fat on Shia no. Buff's body or this movie. Or this movie. It's awesome. It's like so good. Also, you're kind of going, did he... You know, he was writing this during rehab. Mm. How did he get so much right? If you actually look at the... You know, I don't know what I'm talking about, but I'm going to try act like I know what I'm talking about. And I'm going to go with you and say, <laughs> you do know what you're talking about Thank whenever you. you do something. But when you look at that movie, I go, that's a script clinic right there. That's a yeah. script writing clinic. And this is the first time Shia LaBeouf's wrote a movie. As far as I'm aware, And yeah. it's it's beautiful. Yeah. And everything, it just takes every box. So I don't know if it's just, maybe someone came in and cleaned it up a bit. I don't know. Excellent direction from Alma Harrell. Uh, uh, feature debut. Feature debut. Made uh, some music videos She's a music video director. She's Israeli. Um, Alma Harrell, she's great. Bit this. of a dime piece as well. She is. She's very nice. And... Uh, current Shia LaBeouf girlfriend Fira FRA Fira Twigs Fira FRA Twigs is in it as well she plays FKA FKA excuse me Twigs Come on. my notes are that, that does look like an R Connor and I wrote these um, FKA Twigs is in it uh, she's like Shy Girl that's the name of her character girl, as well yeah it's, yeah it's very endearing it is very endearing but also like really fucked up yeah kind of but like the, oh we should say because you were going to do this I interrupted you because I wanted to give some context to the story and yeah. what we're talking about but the intro of this movie oh yeah is Lucas Hedges by the way Lucas Hedges is like such a good actor mm. I think he's 22 23 yeah like what the fuck like I know. could I have some talent please please like what the hell happened there he's so good at Shia LaBeouf in this I'm yeah like, Manchester by the Sea was the time where I was like who is this young man that's he, killing it? He's also in Three Billboards South of Missouri, Boy Erased. Um, ooh. Oh, he's in a bunch. He's in a plethora of um, Wes Anderson movies. He's in Grand Budapest, Budapest Hotel, Hotel and Moonrise Kingdom Moonrise as well. Kingdom, yeah. he's, he just only makes amazing movies. He seems to. Um, so <laughs> Whoever his agent is, uh, they can read a script. Yeah, someone's, someone has given him great scripts. And yeah. the same with the kid as well. Noah Jupe is like getting... He's crushing it. He's crushing it. He was in Holmes and Watson, though. Uh, um, do you know, we were only talking about... Art- yeah, nice. Yeah. We were only talking about Artemis Fell and how Ferdia Shaw is yeah. just... It, it's his first acting role and it's clearly his first acting role, you know? Yeah. And sadly, he's only 12 or 13 and you're watching and going... I want to root for this guy because he's a young boy Irish. who's Irish. Yeah. And also his grandfather is Robert Shaw. Robert Shaw, yeah. Quint from Jaws yeah. or Red Grant from, from Russia with Love. Yeah. And you go, oh, this kid's just, he's not there yet. Yeah. This kid is amazing. He's so good. He's, he's playing amazing. A, he's playing a 12-year-old and he's such a grown-up 12-year-old. There's layers to his performance. It's so nuanced. He's yeah. crying. He's happy. You know, he's the guy who can like smile through the torture in a way like this I, the way I would actually summarize this movie is it's beautifully torturous it is it's beautifully torturous and it's beautifully traumatizing and Shia LaBeouf talks about how this movie he almost felt selfish making it because it's literally only for him he's like no one else's story is like this like I'm just making this for me so I can feel better about everything he's made, I think it costs 3 million to make it's yeah. pretty much like a, a 3.5 million it costs to make so it's like his therapy costs it, his therapy was a 3.5 million budget movie yeah that was therapeutic for him and Which, 
but it, that's what makes the story so interesting because it's so unique. Like it's such a unique situation. Sure, there are overarching themes that like you can understand and relate to. Yeah. But it's such a unique movie, very unique situation uh, for all the characters. You know, to, and like, they're so real. They're they're really like they're real people, and uh, it's kind of crazy how and good this movie is. The intro is Lucas Hedges. Yes, and sorry. he's clearly on the Michael Bay movie. Yeah. Because of course, Charlotte very obviously. Transformers 1, 2, and 3 yeah. and it's it's just a great scene where he's doing mm. some stunt work probably where half the budget went yeah because it looks amazing it does this is by the way very cheap movie to make 100% so, 3.5 million 3. that's 5. the budget I know that's the budget but like there's like three sets and eight actors and that's it you know and like he wrote it while he was doing yeah. rehab it's, it's, it's such a cost yeah uh, effective movie in it is way. and it's just great Lucas Hedges does this great job of being sincere and angry at the exact same time yeah. I, don't, I don't know I've why ne- do I like him because he's a dick in this yeah like I've never seen that emotion in someone before but you know it makes sense because you keep giving you context to his grief you're yeah. like oh but here's the PTSD yeah. here's the making of that PTSD that he's now dealing yeah. with that's that's so it, it is amazing because she's like and you get, we keep going back and forth so I you're kind of like he's an asshole then you see what happened in his childhood for a minute and you're like oh, oh my god he's actually doing great for a guy who went through this yeah he's trying to do his best but he's really fucked up so you're always on his side and you're always on the kid's side yeah it's it's great and it, it like this is this isn't spoiling much but when he goes to uh, therapy the first thing she says he's like oh she lists off a lot of things. He's like, you're actually showing signs of PTSD. And immediately he's like, what? PTSD from what? No, I'm not. No, I'm yeah. not. And it's like, after you go through this whole movie, you're like, you can totally see why he has PTSD. He's constantly on his toes with his father because his father's like switching back and forth. Yeah. And you told me this great story. And I'm going to give you credit for it, but also steal it. Shia LaBeouf had to go to his dad to look for permission to make this movie. Yes. And uh, I hope, yeah, I hope his dad eventually said yes, but Shia LaBeouf lied to him and said uh, Mel Gibson was going to play him, and his dad loves Mel Gibson. <laughs> so he was like, okay, I'll sign it. Yeah. I'll sign the contract. Yeah. Although Mel Gibson would do a very good job with this crazy manic guy who's oh, yeah, like switching yeah, yeah. on a dime and everything. Mel, he's not anti Semitic. Yeah. You don't know this. Yeah, he's like, he's my it's dad. It's a layer. It's a layer, okay? He's my dad. I do know. He's not anti Semitic. You know, he'd actually do some research and he'd meet with the father and they'd have this deep talk about alcoholism mm. and trying to get true trying to be sober for your son and all like that and the depression the bipolar everything and then he'd be like what do you think of Jews and his dad would be yeah. like wait what yeah. What are we doing I want to talk about chickens he just flips to a new page and he's like, he just has what do you think of Jews and he's like and no, it's his own, it's, 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 he's got his own binder for it yeah. so what do you think of the Jews he's like he's like, do you want me to talk more about how I'm a rodeo clan ah you covered that ah, just- Jews now Jews now please <laughs> yeah. um yeah, it's awesome. Watch this movie. Again, 90 minutes. It's distributed by Amazon, which is weird. It was yeah, snapped up not by then. over here. No, not over here, but uh, it's on YouTube. You can rent it there. Um, it's, but Amazon's the perfect home for this type of movie as oh, well. Oh, 100%. Like, what's it going to do in the cinema? You know, yeah. like, it's going to get crushed. Yeah. It's it, going to be crushed. It would, but I mean, I'd like to see... When did it come out? 2019? 2019. Yeah, yeah. so no Oscar. No, yeah. no. It won a few awards, but like small awards. I think the director got one or two awards. I don't see how it didn't win a, a huge amount. The kid alone. The kid is Not, amazing. Like Lucas Hedges is great and all, but we know he's great. Yeah. That kid, Noah Jupe, is that his name? Yeah, Noah Jupe. He is crushing it. He's the best performance of the entire movie, I'd say. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, he he's the most layered performance. He's playing both a young child and an old man at the exact same time. <laughs> Although, I will say... 
Shia LaBeouf, the moments where you get glimpses of his own humanity yeah. and you really see a glimpse into his PTSD, you know, mm. the making of him as a broken person. As a broken father. As a broken father. Yeah. And you're like, Jesus, yeah, no wonder. No wonder like this. But then the, the layer of the fact that this is all semi-autobiographical, semi just feels like we're doing this movie a disservice. It's autobiographical. Like, there's so many layers to this whole story. It's so cool. I also came out of the movie thinking, I wonder if Shia LaBeouf could write another movie because he might not be yeah, able to you know, know. Like that might just, it's so personal like even the dialogue is, is perfect it, it, the dialogue is so good I'm like I know I've seen that I've witnessed that sort of person I know that yeah yeah you know that way you like, just know I, these people. it's a bad person like his when he's playing his father I'm like that's he- that's fucking real right there yeah. that's real right you know it's not it's not glamorized it's not it's not some glorious no. trauma that looks amazing no like it's beautiful but it's not at the same time you it's know? a real like, person it's got edges yeah and it's got edges unlike Demi Lovato <laughs> a childproof Demi Lovato yeah um yeah, it's just really cool. Um, and it's got 94% Rotten Tomatoes, 7.3 on IMDb, and the Irish Times gave it like 3 out of 5. And I'm like, why is there no consensus on how good this movie is? Hey, world, make up your mind. Make up your mind. Make up how you feel I'll about this. I'll make it for you. Yeah, it's, it's great. awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's 94% critic, 92% audience. So like... I guess it's not a movie for everyone, but I would say just barely. I mean, it's not that weird of a movie. It's beautiful to watch. Like it, the cinematography is great, the music is great, the acting is great, and it's a tight ninety-four minutes. I was gonna say, like, I don't know how you can not like this movie when it's ninety-four minutes. You know what I mean? I it's know. So it's such a, it's concise and it's it's good. Like, there's nothing in it that's bad. Also, I just love how ashamed I was of how much I hated Charlie Buff five years ago. Like, I know hate hates a strong word. Yeah. But I he was a joke to me, and he was a joke to just about everybody. But mm. still. When you when you actually watch the movie, it's it almost makes you ashamed. Or at least it made me ashamed. Where I was like, "Wow, Aww. wow, that guy, he's a real person." He is. He's a real guy. Like all fucking like all Hollywood stars are also real people, you know. Behind Except Tom doors. Cruise, he's a he's well, a he's god. A, he, he is a god. He is a god. He, he is Scientology, by the he, way. <laughs> he is. He is the face of it, basically. But uh, everyone should watch Honey Boy. Couldn't recommend it more. And yeah. if you don't like Shia LaBeouf. Watch it. Yeah, I actually well, think, I, I honestly think it's a great exercise. Just yeah. watch that movie. I recommend it for people who don't like Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. yeah. And then if you don't like him after that, you don't matter to me. You're not a real person. So I see. You don't, I have see. A, you don't have a heart. We'll add that to the list of people who don't matter to Ian. We'll, oh, we'll, there's a lot. There's we'll, get a lot. A big, we'll get a big list of what you have to meet certain criteria. And if you don't, obviously, you don't matter to Ian. Don't get me started on religion. We're all back in out of that moonwalk out of that conversation. Tax collector. <laughs> tax So basically um, what started this whole thing is the tax collector trailer. The whole Shia LaBeouf appreciation was, yeah, the, the tax collector trailer came out, which is a new David Ayer, Shia LaBeouf movie. That's... Oh, the director of that fantastic movie, Bright. Yes, that one. Oh, no, one. wait, no, the director of that fantastic movie, Suicide Squad. Oscar award-winning Suicide Squad. Love it. Love Never it. forget nice, that. Nice, nice drop yeah, right thank there. Thank you, thank you. Um, David Ayer released the air cut hashtag, by the way. Um, so, yeah, it's basically like an end-of-watch style, but from the gangster's perspective, like Shia LaBeouf, and we should say the other actor's name, because I think he is. He's the other starring role, and yeah. just because we don't recognize him doesn't mean... Uh, well, he do, he's not blue on Wikipedia. Oh, is he not? Yeah, Bobby Soto. Bobby Soto and Shia LaBeouf. So, uh, yeah, so the two of them are like tax collectors where they go around to the gangs and they take the money for the big gangs. Yeah. And Shia LaBeouf is clearly the bruiser and the other guy is kind of the 
nicer face of it. And Shia LaBeouf has weird cauliflower ear in it, and it's really noticeable. And also, it's a weird creative choice to get him as thin. Shia yeah. LaBeouf because he looks like he needs to have that power and yes, but it works it does it works really well he's he looks scary he's got that gaunt look like his face is so slim he pulls off the Latino accent he kind of he's got the look as well I don't think there's any he's Latin half, blood in him he's is half he? Cajun he's half so Cajun so he's got a bit of flavour to him he's half Cajun half Jew that's what he said himself yeah, his own words yeah um, but yeah uh, one tenth madman yeah yeah uh, but uh yeah, it, it, this movie looks cool. It looks like End of Watch again. It looks like End of Watch and Training Day. Yeah, and had a baby. Yeah. And now Training Day, David Ayer only wrote. Wrote. He didn't direct. No. But End of Watch, he also did Harsh Times, Harsh which has Times, a very similar kind of feel. Yeah. Street Kings kind of has a similar feel as well. Basically, all the stuff you actually like from David Ayer, this is what it looks like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm quite excited about it, and you should check out the trailer. It's an intense trailer, yeah. and I hope it's good. Now, do... I have one major reservation. Yeah. And it's that this movie was filmed a long time ago. Really? It's been in post-production for two years. Oh, shit. That's the, I was only... Now, we both texted and we were like, oh, hey, have you seen this trailer? It looks great. Actually, you harassed me about it. I did harass him, yeah. Um, but then I sent him a very... Hashtag I work out, so, you know, I was busy did. and all. And then I sent him a lovely video to, uh, you know, cheer him up. Yeah. That that did loo me up, to be honest. Yeah, yeah I'd say so. <laughs> you deserved it after that workout. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot of calories. It was. Um, this sounds like we both had gay sex with each other. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, moving right along. Moving right along. Um, um, yeah. So we watched the trailer, and I was going, I was going, hey, this looks like the David Ayer movie that David Ayer should make. And then I looked it up on uh, just Wikipedia, just looking at the background. Mm. It finished filming in August two thousand eighteen, and wow. I was like, ooh. So I don't like the look of that because it, it kind of it's coming out in August 2020, which means if finished filming two years ago, which means that the studio was sitting on it for quite some time. Probably took what like eight months to edit. So it's been sitting there on the shelf for a year and four months. I don't like the look of that. Now it could just be timing, and then maybe this pandemic happened. Maybe it was going to be earlier on in the year it was going to be released. But I don't like the look of that. It does look like a movie. That should go straight to PVOD. Yeah, 100%. I'm not going to the movie to see this, you know? Maybe me not either. I'm yeah. not sure. I watched End of Watch that way, and that was the perfect way to watch that movie. I've seen that in the cinema. Did you? I must say, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I'd say so. I like Jake Gyllenhaal and Michael Pena. I like that they didn't like each other. And then yeah. they grew to like each other in that movie. You have to. Yeah. yeah Your you life's in that, your partner's hands. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm excited, if, though. If you haven't seen End of Watch, watch End of Watch. You watch end yeah. of watch. Uh, don't watch Sabot- sabotage, which is no. also a David Ayer movie. That movie, oh my god, that slapped me in my face. Arnold Schwarzenegger, he's back from retirement, and you know, he just dipped into a few bad movies, and that was uh, one that uh, really. Oh, wait, but Sam Worthington's in it. Yeah, which doesn't make it better. Oh, that's their link, and that's like my one of my favorite movies. You know, Terminator yeah. Salvation. You know, hey he, Sam. Sam Worthington and Arnold Schwarzenegger's look-alike, but then the two of them finally got to work together on yeah. Sabotage, and it was what we all hoped for. Have you seen that Utter movie? trash. Yeah, it's terrible. It just takes a dump on your face. Yeah. It's so bad. And just this whole release the air cut, you're like, okay, hold up there. Yeah. I. David Ayer made Sabotage. Mm. His, his movie after Suicide Squad was bright. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We wasted the time of Joel Edgerton and Will Smith. Mm. And then he also made... Oh, I'm a Suicide Squad. Yeah. <laughs> I was reverting back. No, there's one other one. That Fury. 
Sorry, I, f- well, no, that's, I like Fury. Yeah, you I like know, Fury? I know. It's good, yeah. yeah give Fury's me Brad good. Pitt's face and yeah. his hair. That's what Shia LaBeouf has those cuts on his face now. Because he's yeah. a madman. He is a madman, but they sued him. Now, it does say in Hot Ones, he was like, oh, I was just trying to rally the troops, you know? Like, John Berntal was doing something, and uh, Logan Lerman was doing yeah. something else. He doesn't say Brad Pitt, because Brad Pitt's the star. He doesn't hang out with those guys. No. And, like, Logan Ler- Lerman was doing something else. So he filed down his tooth, and he cut his own face and scarred it. You know, the other guys were like, man, we're doing sit-ups. You yeah. know? Like, that, he didn't shower. That was the other thing oh, he, he did. Oh, he didn't shower He as didn't well. shower, but it, but it was like, he was like, no, we were all doing stuff. We were just trying to rally the troops, get get people going and everything. And it's like, I haven't heard anything the other guys do. So yeah. I think you're kind of... was like shopping for snapbacks. That was his thing, you know? Yeah, he, he was just not losing character. <laughs> he was just keeping the accent up the whole time. That was it. Yeah. Um... But yeah, uh, what were we talking about? Yeah, check out the trailer for Tax Collector. Yeah. I or that Tax Collector. I like the look of it, and I hope it's good. I just don't yeah. like the fact that it was kind of stuck in post production. Mm, well, it's not even that. stuck in, in post production. You know, it was made. Yeah, and then it was just sat there on a shelf, gathering dust. Mm, which normally means middle of the road to poor movie. Which yeah, is annoying. usually, usually. Who knows though? Yeah. And Charlotte Buff looks like he's doing another Charlotte Buff performance. He, he looks crazy in it. He's got some great line delivery. Yeah, he's, he's like, scary. He's like, I don't want to kill you. I do. I love that. It's so good. Because when he says it, you're like, okay, yeah. I believe you. It's such good delivery. I, I believe it. you if you weren't acting right now and you were just on the street. <laughs> but not the Shia LaBeouf I saw in Hot Ones. No. That guy's a cuddly little bear. Adorable. 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 Mm. Mm. That's post-rehab. Just, just sit and look at him. Post-therapy. Talk, talk to me, Shia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let me your boots. Yeah, let, let me your boots. Oh, he's such good style. They show he really some. Does. I like. I'd never noticed his style before, but then on hot ones, they always like break down people who are like known for having good style, and they were showing pictures, and I'm like, damn, do I want to dress like Shia LaBeouf? I think I do. I think I do, and I think I will. <laughs> <laughs> I'll gradually transition into LaBeouf territory. Will we move on to news? Well, you could talk about the Old Guard trailer quickly while we're on trailers. Yes, the Charlie's Theron um, Netflix movie that comes out next week. Yeah, Charlie's Theron. 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 Charlie's Theron. Um, yeah. Check out the poster. It puts you to sleep. It's a boring poster. It's a Terminator Salvation poster. It is. All the one great color. Great movie, though, as you said. Excellent movie. 100%. Yeah. A direct uh, quote from Connor there. Yeah. Um, That's on the box. Yeah, the movie. The, a trailer looks kind of fun. It's based on a graphic novel. It's getting Apparently, decent reviews. Getting decent reviews. It's meant to be a very good action movie. Um, it's about immortals who are like mercenaries and everything and have been alive for so many years. But like um, the two most interesting people are is like the two female stars. I don't know the other actresses. The other name. guys look like the other guys cannon fodder. Bland, 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 bland. And it's like... I want- edge of four. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I wonder who's dying is in here. Is it Chiwetel? Chiwetel, edge of Chiwetel? four. Chiwetel, edge of four. Yeah. Okay. I probably get a new name. I know I'm probably pronouncing <laughs> that wrong, but yeah. anyway, um, and even Charlize Theron, like she's one of the more interesting looking people, and even then she doesn't look like she doesn't pop. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't know. I want to like the movie. She looks I like w- the Resident Evil lady. Sorry, I interrupted she you there. She does Mila Jovovich. Mila Jovovich, yeah. God damn, I'd brush her hair. Yeah. I'd oh man, I'd, I'd kiss her face. I know. Um, PG Ian. Yeah. Hello. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, Demi Moore, though. Fuck's sake, man. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, Get a treadmill. What are you saying? Um, <laughs> Demi Lovato is who you mean. Yeah, yeah. You Get said, her back in the heroin, man. No, That's you what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. 
Direct quote. Yeah. Right after you're like PG and get her back on heroin. Clip that one. Get her back on heroin. Um. Yeah, it does look. It looks slightly boring, and I'm hoping yeah. it's not. Like even the color palette, you're just like. Hmm. Yeah, and at one stage, like to show that she's immortal, a character stabs her in a non-lethal position, like, and she kind of goes below the shoulder. Yeah, she's just like below? she kind of goes ow and pulls it out, and it's like, but that that just shows she can take pain. It doesn't show she can't die. Die, and it just look. It kind of the way she acts to it. Her reaction is like someone just pinched her. Yeah. It's like, I'm awake. Wait, wait, wait. A really hard pinch, though. Like, like you didn't see coming because she kind sure. of ugh. And then she, like, pulls it out. Can you not do that again? Yeah. Like, like seriously. Pros and knife away. I'm like, waste. Wasteful. Waste of a knife. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but... I hope it's good, though, because there's a serious cinematic drought going on here. Yeah. We need something. Maybe it'll be an extraction-type movie. You know? I hope so. No, the trailer does not make it look like that. And no. I'm just hoping some idiot, like true the trailer together yeah. I don't know um, I just need some fucking good movies need something can some only new, watch m- new good movies yeah we've been watching the old uh, Batmans we watched from Batman 1989 <laughs> to Batman and Robin so yeah boy that was a good time that was a good time yeah a trip down memory lane it is the first two movies are amazing of and course. by the end of the sec Batman Returns it's like give me a third one yeah. and then you're like oh wait uh-uh. it, it's done by a different guy yeah uh, <laughs> jolly boy uh, yeah I Rest in peace. Yeah. Rest in Rest peace, in peace Joel. Keep getting keep getting fucked and fucking in heaven. That's what that's what he was all about down here, so we might as well if that's what heaven would be like for, for him. him. If everyone has a personal heaven, that's that would be it. Yeah, you know, mine would be just filled of cute Shiloh buffs. <laughs> and yeah. like, all it all it would be is me I I ask him a question and he goes, Oh sorry man, I just didn't get any of that because I was enamored with you. And I'd be like Oh shy And then he's like Do you want to go like Work out And you're like Yeah I do I yeah. really do shy And then can we shop For trousers Yeah And, and like, then, will you buy me Will you show me Where you got those boots Yeah And Are he's we... like I'll lend you mine And I'm like They're way too big for me Because you're such a big boy And I love you <laughs> This is great I And love then after the... that Maybe we can shop For a treadmill For Demi Lovato Yeah Nice Not Demi Moore No No not Demi Moore No not Demi Moore um, so yeah did I say Demi Moore you did yeah when you said Demi Moore at one stage and that's when I said and you didn't correct me or I did, did. I okay. said that's why Demi Lovato yeah that was a callback I just did oh, there oh sorry tunnel vision yeah it's okay it's alright uh, I'm just thinking of Shy he's in my face he's he, in my head he's in your he's face in my head. head he's, he's all in my over head. he's in my face I'm cutting my face to look like him and then I look awful the other way you're like I want a Shia LaBeouf scar you go too deep it's a new accessory yeah oh, man, did you mind. LaBeouf your face did you LaBeouf your face I kind of would like to LaBeouf my face my face needs but then some. you do it and you're like oh you're like just a, just an inch of uh, character and yeah. too much character too much character oh my god I look like I was in a I, knife I fight always, and I lost this is going to sound so lame but I always wanted Anakin star from Revenge scar from the Avenger, Revenge of the Sith the one that goes straight down the eye like that I always thought it was a really cool scar you would look like a junkie who just got it's, out of prison. It's too much of a scar for normal life. Yeah. For a movie character, totally looks fine. In real life, you're like, oh, snitches get stitches. Yeah. John's- who the fuck did you snitch on? Uh, uh, Were you a drug lord at some point yeah. and they had to sort you out? I like Jon Snow's raven scars. They do I a want good- the action man scar. Yeah. Like, that's perfect. Yeah. That's action perfect. man. Yeah. And then anyone asks, what, like, what happened? is like, well, I saved a woman and her child. Yeah. Doctor X was, you know, had to yeah. had to stop him, put it put an end to his evil machinations. Um. Anyway, the old guard. Hopefully, it's passable. We need some new material. Yeah. And uh, the cinemas just seem to be pushing back and pushing yeah. back, and they're like, "Oh, we're re- we're opening on this day." Psych. No, we're actually. Yeah. Gonna knock that back another few days. It's meant to be a good action movie, so hopefully it lives up to that. 
and we're going to review it hopefully next week. Yes, hopefully. And I, I really want to review it. Actually, I'm hoping it's good. Me too. Um, will we move on to news? There's only a little yes. bit of news. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Um, Ozark was renewed for a fourth and final season of 14 episodes. Yeah, and most likely it's going to be two parts. Yeah. Seven and seven. Cause so. that's... Just give us two seasons then. I, I hate know. the way they're like, is it a contract thing? Maybe. I think it is where they're going, oh, well, we'll sign a contract for another season. Yeah. But it's going to be like a double season, really. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, they did that as well. Didn't they do that with Breaking Bad? Yes, I think so. And Dean Norris was like, He was Fuck. not happy. And it's like, that's your best role, Dean. Why are you yeah. being so... Relax, mate. Yeah. Just sit down. Other than when you're a cop in Lethal Weapon 2. Is he a cop in Lethal Weapon He is too? a cop. He's one of the detectives that's, that's killed in Lethal Weapon 2. But Ozark, season four. Sadly, I've only watched season one. Loved it. Yeah. No idea why I haven't watched the other two. I watched the first few episodes of season two. Loved it. Never went back to it. I watched the first episode. I was like, yeah. this is great. Yeah. It's almost like, see, the problem is when you come home from work, I don't know if you ever get this, Ozark, and this is like, this is me giving out about me. Mm. I'm the problem. When I come home from work, I want to decompress. Yeah. And sometimes Ozark is that, is, is a show that you need to really concentrate on and you need to think about. And it's because it's nuanced and it's got layers and it's really good. So much fun, yeah. And that's why I come home and I'm just like, I need an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. And not on Cut Gems. I mean, the no, trashy kind. The trashy kind, yeah. That's yeah. why I watch Land of the Lost and again. Then, yeah, but then I watch 10 minutes of the Adam Sandler movie and go, what the fuck am I doing? What am I like, doing? Yeah. I need to find some middle ground, you yeah. know? Yeah, and then you find... I went like full Michael Bay. I never should... Go, n- never go full Michael Bay. Never go full retard. Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Thought, oh, he said the Orwell. <gasps> it's a quote it's a Cancelled. movie quote oh no what yeah I've already tweeted about it oh okay fair yeah. enough oh well I enjoyed my time in the sun nice yeah thank you um, Ozark though yeah season 4 is going to be the last season and is it 4 done is that like Netflix's new I model I think so that was the 13 reasons why thing and um, what is it Glow Glow, Glow yeah uh, 4, four and done. done as well still haven't watched Glow Glow I one. think is great and I swear I was watching it going Five and done. Five and done would be such a perfect number because they really, they rebooted the series in, <laughs> nice, in season you. three. They rebooted it where they were like, we're taking a show on the road. We're going to Vegas. And I was cool. like, this is awesome. And then I was thinking, oh, what would be great? Now, this is just in my head. This is not a spoiler alert because I'm just thinking that maybe, I'm thinking out loud. Song. But maybe the next season, they take it properly on the road. So they go, the first two seasons, they're kind of situated in the one studio. They're making their wrestling match. Brie Larson in a leotard. That's all you need. That's my review, Is by the way. Brie Larson? Brie Larson. Oh, Brie. Alison Brie. Motherfucker. It's okay. Demi Moore, though. Demi Moore. No, yeah, Demi yeah. Lovato. It's, it's all right. I'm here to catch you Th- when Yeah, you thank you. You're my net. Yeah. You're my safety net. You're my parachute. Yeah. Dick Grayson doesn't need a safety net when he does it. That's his whole thing. He's like, watch as the young Tim Drake does it without... Or not Tim Drake. The young Dick Grayson does Dick it without Grayson. a net. And then... He's dead in the DCU. <sighs> thank Salt you. in the wound. Thank you for bringing that up. Sorry, what was I saying? Uh, Talking about oh, yeah, Glow. Glow. When you watch season one, right, you're like, oh, season one and two, they're in the main studio doing their whole wrestling gig. And Alison Brie looking, did I get it right that time? Yeah. Yeah, Alison Brie looking absolutely divine. Man, I would hold her hand so tight mm-hmm. and I would not let go because she'd meet someone better than me if I did let go. Yeah, Dave Franco. Nick Dave Franco. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ, what a day. Like, James Franco, uh, is there a better edition? You can't get better than that. Oh, yeah, you can. Boom. Dave. Dave. Also, Dave just sounds worse than James, doesn't it? It does. They sound so normal. They except do. Except Franco's cool. Second yeah, name. it is a good second But yeah, name. season three, they go to Vegas. And I'm thinking, season four, they could take it on the road. Mm. And then season five, go back to the main studio. I was thinking, in my head, that's perfect. Yeah. Well, season- no. Yeah. Well, 
Uh, I need to watch Glow and I need to catch up on Ozark. I need. To, we're so far behind on Ozark, we can't even speculate what the fourth season's going to be. It's going to be great. And That's I can't watch the trailer for it either. No, I know. No. I know. I, I can't yeah. even watch the season three trailer for fuck's sake. It yeah. gives so much away. I really need to watch that. Like, it's yeah. shame on me. Yeah, it's shame on me too. Um, what else is there? Uh, a Fallout series is being in talks from the Westworld directors. Yeah. yeah, Fallout, if you don't know, very popular video game franchise. Extremely popular. Um, Played it once. Yeah, what'd you think? Uh, I didn't know what I was doing. Okay. And oh, I'll tell you a funny story, right? Okay. Real quickly, sorry, I don't mean to hijack no, your, right. your bit away. of news. I played Fallout. I'm not a gamer. Mm. And I'm also an idiot. So those two don't go well together. I'm an idiot, but I am a gamer. So I'm playing I'm playing yeah. the game, okay? I think it was Fallout 84. Okay. And I'm playing it and I'm like, oh, there's an ashtray. Oh, I can I can pick that up in the bag it goes. <laughs> and then I, I walk along, oh, there's a vase. Oh, I can pick that up in the bag that goes. Mm. Like that, that's worth two dollars. Like that's that's the easy money right yeah. there. And I'm like, oh, there's another ashtray. Another ashtray. Another ashtray, right? All of a sudden, I'm I'm playing it for like an hour and I'm picking up everything. My character is just like walking really slow, like almost like a tortoise, and I'm like, what the f- what's wrong like what am I doing wrong I'm like oh jeez another ashtray well man and I'm just going really slow I'm like oh he must be tired so I found the bed if I could put the bed in the in the, in the backpack it would go on the backpack right so I go sleep and I go right eight hours you can kind of pick how long you sleep for eight hours sorted he wakes up he's going really slow again I was like fuck this game this is a shit game man I had I think it was like 20 ashtrays or something in my backpack eventually I realised what am I doing it makes sense get rid of the ashtrays that are like one worth one dollar that was my experience with Fallout and I did this for around three hours before I realised what I was doing wrong and then I was like fuck this game I ruined it for myself you did I'm an idiot it's a great game Matthew Perry is in one of them as a voice yeah Ron Perlman is also just the voice of a lot of it as well what a voice he does the voiceover for some of the trailers for UFC events does he when he comes in like what a strong it's Hellboy yeah Hellboy's advertising this fight yeah he is Hellboy sorry David Harbour yeah but uh, sorry but not sorry sorry but not sorry Yeah. watch the fist it changes changes hands hands in the the new Hellboy what (laughs) an egregious mistake like what are you doing that's what I say to my lovers Watch the fist, it changes hands. <laughs> oh, that's nice. terrible. Nice. Anyway, a Fallout series. Fallout, I will give you the overview of it. Um, it's about ashtrays, I know that anyway. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. Um, so Fallout is about, like, imagine 1960s kind of style and a lifestyle and everything, but it went into the 2000s and it became all about nuclear energy and everything. So it was like, you see all these things from around then it's like the world of tomorrow it's like that's what fallout was but then a nuclear apocalypse happened and everyone retreated into these vaults or bunkers and that's where they lived and it turns out and it's a great premise for uh uh for a story number one because you could set the first season just in the vault which is interesting enough as well and then you take it outside into the wasteland Um, just to say Hollywood they're a little trigger happy you know that it's like one episode's in the vault you know we we gotta get to the good stuff no 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 the good stuff will be in the vault because in every vault has a secret experiment going on in it that only Mm. the overseer who's the head of the vault knows so like in some of them uh, 
some people are divided up randomly and given better quarter quarters than other people. Completely random. Imagine the ashtrays they'd have in their I room. I know, yeah. Oh my, they'd be worth two dollars. <laughs> no, but they're uh, but but like yeah, they like do a sweet collection of yeah. ashtrays. I'm like, yeah. Have you played the game where you collect ashtrays? <laughs> Sorry, I'm such yeah. a sap. I, I don't mean to. Go, go on. Sorry. You thought Fallout was what happens when you have too much ashtrays. They just fall out of your bag. Yeah, that's, yeah. that means you made it. Yeah, exactly. That means you completed Fallout. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so like the secret experiments going on because it's a CD corporation and uh, that would be a great premise for a c- series. And, and then that the whole 60s backdrop oh, is cool. I remember appreciating the, that in the yeah, game. Like, the vault suits look cool and then the Pip-Boys as well, which is like a watch that's on your arm, like a Fitbit, but it's a huge thing on your arm. And it's just... Lots of cool aesthetic things to do. Lots to play around with. It's kind of a weird 60s future that you're in as well. All the robots are like kind of drone looking and everything. It's just a very cool place uh, to set a series and a video game. Um, I wish HBO was making yeah, it. Yeah. It sounds be, like a HBO it type does, of show. Doesn't like it? The Last of Us. Yeah. The Last of Us is going to HBO. You're like, oh. That pairing is beautiful. It is, yeah. You know, as long as throw it's... so much money at it, yeah. and they'll work on it really hard to really develop it. Mm. But The Last of Us Two is causing a lot of controversy at the moment. Yeah, as you know. yeah but um, yeah, so that's basically it. I'm excited about the Fallout series. Uh, if it's anything like the Westworld, where they go, we're gonna do one season like this, then we're gonna completely change the formula and do one season like this. It's that to me would suggest season in the vault, season two. Outside the vault. Funny you say Westworld because yeah. Jonathan Nolan yeah. is working on it. Yeah, yeah. Christopher Nolan's brother. Christopher Nolan's brother. Yeah, yeah. If I, I assume they're similarly talented. <laughs> I think the yeah. Well, yeah. he worked on loads of the Batman. I know. Movies, yeah, right? he, did, he was a yeah. like co-writer on a few of them. Yeah, he sat in. So yeah, he's working on it. I'm excited for that. Yeah, he's he'll be good for the like psychological stuff that goes on in the vault and everything. And he directed one or two episodes of the last few seasons of Westworld as did well. He? So he's getting behind the camera. That's cool. Not just behind the pen. Yeah, I like it. Um. Quick fire off some things I also wrote down. Mandalorian tie-in book has been announced. Ooh. Don't know what that's going to be about, but it's a tie-in book to the series, so it'll probably be set in between season one and two. I wonder what character it will focus on. Will it yeah. focus on the main Mandalorian? Yeah. Cara Dune, maybe? Yeah. What, what's his name? We You get told his it's name. It's with a in D. Final. It is it's with, with a D, D, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's all about the D, man. Yeah, it is. Um, ben Affleck is rumoured to have signed a contract with HBO Max to play Batman again. Rumoured. Hey, rumor mill. Yeah. Sorry, go on. on. Rumoured, rumoured. Yeah, go fuck yourself. I, I assume if he did sign a contract, it's literally to do ADR. Yeah. For his, his role in the Snyder Cut. You pointed that out to me and I went, that totally makes sense. Everyone who's reporting on this is stupid. Also, Ryan Reynolds is not coming back as Green Lantern. I'll say that unequivocally right no now. No way. No He's way is he that. doing that. He shot himself in the head in Deadpool 2 for reading that script. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. So Which you pointed out to me. So <laughs> Yeah, you know. like there's no way. And yeah. I but Ben Affleck said himself for his own Physical and mental health, he's not going to come back as Batman. That was like three years ago. Yeah. Now, maybe the new testosterone system, because Ana de Armas mm. is his lover. 
Yeah, I this is lover. I saw an article and it said Ben Affleck rumored to come back, and then I opened a separate article of paparazzi photos. Zana de Armas shares a laugh with Ben Affleck. I'll bite. And I was like, mm-hmm, <laughs> they're walking their dogs. I know which. Great. I know which one would have more substance. Put it that way. She's walking a tiny little dog, and Ben Affleck is walking this big, meaty, like German Shepherd. Yeah, thing. boy. And, the two, and she's laughing so hard at one of his jokes, and I'm like, oh, Anna, laugh at one of my jokes, yeah. please. Is she laughing at his tattoo? Laugh at my life, Anna. I don't. <laughs> Don't care. That is enough of a joke. Um, but yeah, that's it. it rumor mill going I, crazy. I don't now. I could eat these words, but I would say ninety percent. Most likely, it's ninety percent that it's not happening. Yeah. And I would say he, if he did sign a contract, it was just to do ADR. I can't wait to see the video though of the paparazzi who are pestering him about this and him basically beating the shit out of him. Yeah. That's gonna be fun to watch. Those shoulders. Yeah. Just that shadow that grows working um, through the 12 steps of the program yeah. on this guy's face boom boom step 11 is beat the shit out of paparazzi yeah um, uh, so yeah I don't think it's happening no me neither and oh I've I've seen people that, man sorry but Snyder Cup fans are fucking crazy they are crazy they're fucking crazy like some of them are adding they've got all this subtext they're they're adding their own uh, like sentences between the lines like they have their own paragraphs to the story and I'm going how do you do you know Ben Affleck? Like the way they're talking, they're like, "Well, Ben Affleck was forced out of the Batman." Can you remember now? I know Jeff Johns does sound like there was a bit of foul play going tension, on. tension. Yeah, definitely. And Ray Borg came out, come and out and said, said. That Joss Whedon was an absolute prick on yeah. the set, and also um, he said that he really didn't want to say the booyah. Have mm. you read this? The, yeah. The cyborg line. Ray Fisher. Ray, I said Ray Borg. Yeah. I always think Ray Borg. Ray mm. Borg's actually a UFC fighter, but it's yeah. just because Borg life. I know, yeah. Uh, it's cool t-shirt. Yeah, and thank you for... You're welcome. You have to save me a few times now. It's, it took me a second You're to remember his name. safety man. net. Thank you. Um, Dick Grayson doesn't need one. Because <laughs> he's already dead. Uh, Ray Fisher. <laughs> Sorry. His favourite character. Keep going. That's Zack Schneider's. Um, Ray Fisher said that he didn't want to say the famous cyborg line, booyah, and that him and Zack Schneider had talked about this. And Ray Fisher was saying that he just didn't want it to be the stereotypical happy-go-lucky black character. That's what he said. Mm. He didn't want to be like the token black guy who's like, booyah, man. And they decided to leave the... It's not a cool catchphrase anyway, so who cares? You know what I mean? There is some great delivery in the Teen Titans animated series of the okay, line, though. Fair yeah. enough. But I have never witnessed uh, oh, it. But uh, I don't know uh, what I'm talking. Speaking about. as a white guy, I like the line. <laughs> yeah. But I, I see I, what he was doing. I know I what he was saying, and obviously him and Snyder had some deep conversations about it. Because I believe the term is they had a vision. They had a vision. <laughs> it's all about Snyder's vision. Yeah. And uh, they decided not to go with that. And like, I mean, you can give out about Zack Snyder this and that, and what he did with Batman, and what he did with Superman and Doomsday. But like, that sounds fine. Yeah. I, like, why? Why would I argue about that? Totally. You know, and it's not like the coolest line anyway. And Joss Whedon came in and was like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh." It's happening. Yeah. We're saying that We're line. We're saying that line. Now, that was the only real thing that I could find that, that had like some real substance yeah. to it. And Ben, I'm going to put you in the Batman suit. And what I want you to do is lie flat on your back and talk about how you've definitely broken a rib. And when you... And struggle to get up and he's and, like, oh, I don't need... I, I don't need to act when I'm and doing I'm, that. And imagine you're a geriatric man and just get up in the most uncool way possible kind of roll over a bit push the belly forward <gasps> so it's really showing in the suit there much like it is on me nice nice yeah uh, yeah so 
Ray Fisher ain't happy. He's not happy. And he said he's fo- was it forcibly retracting yeah. the comment that he made at Comic Con where he was like, "Oh, I think Joss is a great guy to come up, come in and help Zach f- uh, finish the movie." Did he say unparaphrasing or something? He was like, "I'd like to." He, he basically him and Jason Momoa are sitting there looking like fucking war veterans, being like, "Yeah, we're really excited. Josh is the right guy to come in," and he's like. I, I, I take I just, this back I feel like there's a gun behind the curtain you know Warner Brothers like yeah. say what we told you read the script read the script read the script Josh Whedon said and he'll end with booyah Josh yeah Josh Whedon will direct a Batgirl we need you to make this work okay yeah well Josh Whedon was the best guy for the job booyah yeah is that okay is that alright okay and then Zach in the he's like I miss you Zach I want you back yeah and then now we've got him back but uh but sorry not to cut you off, but what I was going to say is this, some of the Snyder fans, like, man, if you read the comments, it's fucking fan fiction. I it's, have been reading them. Yeah. yeah where people are saying, oh, like, um, Batman, it was it Ben Affleck was forcibly removed from the Batman movie. I remember Warner Brothers were sucking his dick. They were like, Ben, your tattoo looks great. You look great. You don't even need, need to work out. Here's some no. yogurt. Here's some calories. Can you just please make a Batman movie because you're a great director and I know you uh, didn't do great with Live By Night but you've got three other fantastic movies. Can you please, please make a Batman movie? Everybody was pestering about him. Please make a Batman movie. No. Please Please make a Batman movie. No. Please make a Batman movie. No. Please make a Batman movie. Okay, if you let me finish with Live By Night. Okay. Ben, are you making a Batman movie? I mean, yeah, I am but like, can we talk about Live By Night? Ben, Ben, what about the Batman movie? Been developing this for 10 years. Just just 10 10 years, you know? Ben, now that Live By Night is a failure, how do you feel about Batman movie? Uh, by the way, how's your substance abuse going and how is your marriage your marriage going? I'm going to rehab. <laughs> and then now he's like, Anna de Armas, bitches! Yeah. yeah. Feels like sunshine. That song's playing every time mm. he goes outside now. Feels like sunshine. But yeah, I don't believe that he was forced Steal off my that sunshine. movie. Yeah, no. He was definitely not. I don't believe that at all. They want... Warner Brothers want to be in the Ben Affleck business. They yeah. just do. Yeah, they do. They just do. Now, hey, if he signs the contract, cool. We'll see that. But it's not for long term, 100%. They don't even know what they're fucking doing. Imagine he did sign the contract, right? And yeah. then he dips in and back out. He's <laughs> yeah. just like, no, got that wrong. Yeah. All it takes is one paparazzi guy to piss him off and he's like, I'm out. It takes one movie. He's back on the whiskey and Anna de Armas is, is dating Casey Affleck. No! Him. Casey Affleck, oh but yeah. But he was me too! Oh, oh, that'd be terrible. Um, Hunk and Skunk. But the way, the way Back is great. Check out The Way Back. Way Back is awesome. And yeah. we reviewed that on the last episode. Yeah. Check that Plug out. Plug us. Too. Check out the last episode. Um, Hunk and Skunk. Hunk with a bullet. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Looking as buff as ever. Actual Making cannibal. Shy. Yeah. Actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. If you haven't seen that video, check it out. And who did we say was good? We didn't agree on a skunk before. We didn't. So. Um, I don't want to give it to Eurovision. I would prefer if Fine. we didn't. I'll avoid Eurovision this Do time. Do we give it to Josh Whedon? Yeah. Yeah, let's give it to Josh Whedon. Josh Whedon. Josh, Josh Booyah Whedon. Josh Booyah Whedon. Sounds like you weren't a very nice guy, Josh yeah. Whedon. On the Justice League. And this is the official nice guy club. <laughs> yeah. If you don't know, we're a pair of nice guys. and Sorry, we're t- Demi Lovato. And we're telling you, hit Joss Whedon. Yeah, hit us up, please, Demi. You're great. Um, we're telling you, Joss, that you're not a nice guy. Apparently. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Booyah. Rumor has it. Booyah. And that's it. Yeah. Thank you for listening, for tuning in. You can catch us on 
every platform all the social medias yeah hit us up on instagram and twitter if you want yeah like subscribe tell your friends because that really helps us and we will respond to comments whenever we can yeah and listen oh watch honey boy watch honey boy it's awesome it's almost educational yeah it's it's a it's a trip yeah it's brilliant um okay guys we will see you next week where we will talk about the old guard old guard and hamilton Oh, that was the other yeah, thing. We're going to watch Hamilton. Yeah, it's on Disney Plus now. It is. So we're going to check it out. That streaming drought, man. Yeah. It's, I know it's it's not over yet, but like at least we got two movies. Two movies. Disney Plus has more content. Woo! Yes. Yeah, and it's good content, apparently. Yeah, and then the, we can get the the, the series yeah. behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's like... Squeeze every bit out of that content. Uh, he's, he's like, I made this like years ago. I don't remember the behind the scenes. They're like, Shut make up. it. Yeah. Make it. Um, yeah. Thanks, guys, for listening, and we will see you next week. Next week. Bye. Bye. Oh, Carl Reiner died.